Once upon a time, many moons ago, two righteous dudes split a 12-pack and talked about stuff. These are their stories. Survive the second year of being an artist in the rough patch. A rapper, singer, DJ, violinist. Now who does that? Somebody on the loose. I'm free as hell. Now where them cuffs at? 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m. I might be resting up. But raging with the audience so loud. You cannot measure us. The DB's a personality. Cause we got too much. They got it from the artist. Cause my nigga looking crew cut. A V inside a V got every inch that you possess. And more so. Cause I'm out here fucking talking through my chest. Next time you got complaints. Can shove them in your face or bring your face to face to me. I'll destroy you without a bitch. Let's jump to my perspective. You either dead or get the message. This isn't only a suggestion. They say this life's somehow a blessing. I'm out of pocket and I'm dark, so I question how long I got, how long I got until I'm less than. How long I got, how long I got until I'm less than. All right, that's it, nerds. It's time for the main event of the week. The two dudes of the hour, the dudes with the power, it's time to fuck. So shirts off, jump in the hot tub, get yourself nice and comfy, maybe put your butt by them jets, because you know you like that feeling, whether you like butt stuff or not. So shirts off, (laughs) let's get fucking going. Oh man, welcome to the fuck party nerds. It's been gone for an extra week because I was on vacation, got back a little late, and this... In typical AJ fashion, I was pretty sleepy, and we pushed it back another week. Hope you all don't mind. I know Aaron will, Aaron bitched about it instead of the episode's not two hours long. He's boycotting us for a week. Okay. So, um, you'll notice we didn't have our usual intro music. Um, I got a, a, a friend of uh, our uh, my buddy Alex and another podcaster. Um, his, his podcast is dev talks, D E V V V talks. Uh, it's pretty much a variety podcast talks about fucking just about anything like we do. Um, I know his recent episode, I think he had like a witch on his podcast and they did some like tarot card shit. Um, I haven't listened to the whole thing yet. Um, but he also does music on the side or I think he does music first and then he did the podcast, but he's the one that did that. That was his song less than Um, I will put links up on the, on the pages and everything to all his stuff. You guys give him a shout out and a follow on his, his social medias. Other than that, Jared, how have you been since I've been gone, buddy? Well, you know, fucking I've been doing all right. You know, concerned, lost. You know, Why? You, you you go to Oklahoma. You don't you don't text. You don't write. You send me a funny gif. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like I don't exist anymore. Yeah, I didn't talk to fucking nobody while I was down there. Yeah, I yeah. I just got away from things. Yeah, you know. Well, I see. I see where I see where I rank. Well, I see. I see where I see where myself and this show rank. You know, I feel, I feel it's best you find out now. I mean, I don't know when you were ever going to find out otherwise and what you finding out now means about anything, but I'm glad you found out now. Yeah, no, I haven't. Uh, this week has been uneventful. A lot of naps. Uh, 
I played golf last weekend, but that's not new. No, that's what you do just about every weekend. Yep. I know uh, I had honestly made it a little bit of a point to not play video games with you this week. That way I didn't yeah. spoil any conversation for the podcast. Yeah, well, you you should have a lot to share, Mr. Vacation. How was Oklahoma? Ugh, fucking hot, dude. Sunday. Oh, fucking Sunday. I almost fucking died Sunday. And I wish that's just me being overdramatic, but I probably almost died. Like, I flew out, I'd say, when did my fucking plane leave? Like 7.15. So I got there. Would have been nine here. So it was like eight something. I don't fucking know. Time change, weird shit. I think it was like right around nine o'clock when I got there. Um, so we went back to his place, you know, after the drive all the way up from Dallas. And we just hung out for a little bit. And then we went to go play in a, like a mini event there for throwy circles. Mm-hmm. And my body was not ready for that heat. Like, I should have waited, taken a day, and then gone out and done shit. Gotten yourself like, acclimated. I should have. Do you, like, whole, whole eight, like, I was feeling it. And, like, nine, ten rolls through, and I was like, all right, this is getting bad. Like, I feel it in my legs. The water's not, you know, doing anything for me. I was trying to stay hydrated as possible. The fucking... There was like no fucking shit. Please tell me you wore shorts. Yeah, I did. Okay. Not that dumb. Okay. I, fuck, I don't know, dude. I, shorts are a new thing for you. So I say, I'm also the guy who like boycotted shorts for the first like 20 some years of my yeah. life. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no I don't wear shorts. I don't I've, wear them. Nope. I've learned that lesson. Um, but no, it's like everything just kind of started shutting down. Um, my ankle is still like fucking swollen up on the side. Cause I'd fucking one of the holes was like, you go, it went up a hill. Then there was like a dip down. Um, there was like standing water, like a big, like swamp swamp water <laughs> and like just a big thing. But like the rain, it dug like a trench from when it kept going down the hill. Well, my ankle caught that motherfucker and my fat ass fucking fell, wrecked my ankle and the heat got to me. I quit the round my whole 12. I just couldn't do it. Like moving anything was just like, oh, you're trying to do this? The sun says fuck you. It was like that level in Mario where the sun's trying to kill you the whole level. That's what I was dealing with on Sunday. So, I, and of course, here's the whole You should have known. You just got to jump over it. Dog, I didn't. I You think I'm jumping? I'm not Woody Harrelson. This white man can't jump. Uh, but no, it's like, here's hole 12 where I quit. Here's where I had to get back to. Just, like, I had to walk across this entire fucking park. And, like, I'm not doing good. I'm not. I'm, it's rough. I am stopping every little bit in, like, the tiniest little bits of shade I can find. Luckily for me, there was a family there having a little picnic and I'm stumbling up there. And this lady, like this guy walks up and goes, dog, take this. They handed me like an ice ass cold bottle of water. 
sat me down, was talking to me for a minute. And then his son came over with like this big squirt gun. And he goes, do you want me to squirt you? I was like, oh, God, please. <laughs> so this kid just fucking drenches me with a squirt gun. And I'm talking to the guy. Like, dude, it was bad. I luckily, uh, where I was sitting at the pavilion, Aaron was coming up with his group on that next hole. I was like, give me the keys. I need to sit in the AC. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it was, whoo boy. It was a little rough. Other than that, like, we didn't do shit Monday because my ankle was fucked. Um, played some of the best throwy circles of, of my life. Um, had a good couple ace runs. Um, broke my distance record off the tee. Set my personal best at the one course there. And then uh, we just kind of hung out a whole lot. And we didn't do, you know, money's tight for everybody. And so we just, like, chilled. I mean, we went. I went to the lake the one night, um, which – I know I was complaining about my back a lot lately, but I was on a floaty and just letting my back dangle to like straighten my spine and shit and loosen up the sciatic nerve. So that dude, my back's never felt better since then. And me and Aaron got almost every SMG gold in uh, call of duty. Yeah. Well, because shipment 24-7 was a thing. Yeah. So we just said, fuck it. And we just kept running through shit. We tanked his KD a little bit, admittedly. It's down under a one now. but Oh, well, yeah, that fucking hurts Aaron. Aaron cares. Aaron cares a lot about that. Well, yeah, but but the thing is, like, like it matters for him. Like, it, all he's got to do is grind for a couple days and he's fine. Yeah. The only he's, other, the only, he's the only dude I know that bitches about going like double positive and it just it fucking bothers the shit out of me. <laughs> he, oh, I didn't play that well. I only went 22 and four. <laughs> he does take it pretty seriously sometimes. It's just like, fuck you, man. I was watching him. Uh, I went, I went 18 and 16. I'm it, above one. I'm happy. Yeah, you were excited. Yeah. I watched, uh, I took a shower, and when I got out of the shower, the one night he was playing Left Turn Simulator. And uh, so I walk out, and he's doing a race, NASCAR shit. And uh, he's got a rival, because apparently you can have rivals in this game. Mm-hmm. So he's driving up and goes, Oh, this guy's my rival. And the guy tried to cut him off. Aaron just fucking wrecked him. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what you do. Yeah. Just fuck that dude's whole race up. But, I mean, aside from that, dude, it was just nice to – it was just nice to get away. Came back with, you know, a lot less stress. I I thought a lot about certain shit. And uh, came back with a different viewpoint on life a little bit. What's that? I need to stop letting stupid shit bother me, for one. Oh, my goodness. Right? No, I just, I really kind of sat back, and a lot of the nights when I was just sitting there awake, I just thought of all the little things I let get to me, and I'm 
the only one that can change. Fuck off! Don't give me that look. Um, well, I mean, it just it's it's just funny because I recall on several different occasions, and probably even on the podcast, that someone who may or may not be on this podcast right now has also said, "Why do you worry so much about that know. shit?" I don't know. And the immortal words of Peapod. And this is coming from someone who is incredibly paranoid and worries about a lot of things. Yeah. I just, I let stupid shit get me, man. But in the immortal words of Peapod is the why. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Speaking of Peapod, I changed Lisa's name in my phone on Snapchat to friend of the show and Peapod and Kyle, but it keeps cutting off and Kyle. <laughs> but yeah, dude, it was nice to you know, just get away and really kind of get my head right a little bit. Plus, I came home with like four throwy circle orders. Whoa, so whoa. I'm doing up some uh, art and designs for some discs and going to make some of that, that money. <laughs> Oh, and speaking of Kyle, not to take away from your throwy circles, speaking of Kyle, uh, it is a week from the Great Mario Party. Oh, that's Saturday, isn't it? Yeah, the 27th. So we're probably going to have to push back recording for the next episode, but God damn it, it'll be worth it, and there will be stories. And yeah, I, I forgot gonna, that's next Saturday. I am, am going to yell at Kyle so much. There's going to be a lot of yelling. I know. Oh, but, I know. But he brought it on himself. He did. He did. Oh, it's oh, gonna be good. And then you're going to bring am, him up some... Uh, I am so... I, oh, yeah. And I'm bringing cashew milk because we're talking about nut milks. Yeah, I saw <laughs> that. <laughs> and nut milk. Nut <laughs> nut milks. Yeah, I didn't even know cashew milk was a thing. Yeah, cashew milk is the king of alternative milks. If you're lactose intolerant or you're, invo- or you're avoiding milk, which... I feel sorry for you in general. Like, why would you avoid dairy? Cheese right. is great. But I say, Ice cream, I'm, great. My lactose intolerance is just getting worse and worse as I get older. But I don't let it stop me. Yeah, like I just – but if you have to avoid dairy, cashew milk is where it's at. little pricey, but God damn it, it is deep. Totally worth it? Yes. Oh, my ear itches. Almond milk is okay. Rice milk is nasty shit. I ew. That just sounds nasty, bad. nasty garbage. I've never even had it, and it sounds bad. And soy milk is meh, meh. Never nah. had that either. Nah, nah, nah. Uh, anytime I start, I think about alter, uh, like alternate milk. I think of um, Meet the Parents when they're talking about all these like, where do you find nipples on an almond? I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was <clears throat> as as excited I was to not be around any kind of like responsibility and care or anything around here. It was kind of nice to come home. I do I miss him incredibly. As I always do every time I leave. Um we sang the song of our friendship <laughs> as we do every trip back to the airport. And if you don't know, the song of me and Aaron's friendship is Hero by Enrique Iglesias. 
Did I ever tell you that's the story, the story of how our friendship started? Uh, you told me, but why don't you enlighten the listeners? Yeah, I, uh, we used to work together at Myers in the Garden Center. It's where I met Aaron. And at first, him and our buddy Cody fucking hated me. Because I'm an asshole. And I'm okay with that. Um, <laughs> yeah, plus, plus you weren't you uh, banging Shelby at the time? At, not at first. At first, oh, okay. I was still uh, dating Indiana. And then I started banging Shelby. Yeah. Um, but Yeah, no one liked you at that point. So, But at the time, I was still dating, you know, Danielle in Indiana. Yeah. It was. Yeah, I remember. I remember that boring ass drive. Yeah, I remember that. That costing me a friendship. Huh? Wasn't it Danielle where I lost you guys for like? No, it was Shelby. Was, was it no, Shelby? It was Shelby. It was Shelby. Okay. Yeah, it was I, Shelby. I could, yeah. When I was with Shelby, I lost you guys. Yeah, because you were a fucking mopey bitch and couldn't do it. Oh, I got. I got to see. I got to see if Shelby's okay. Yeah, I was basically before before I could hang out with my friends. Yeah, that was that was rough. But anyway, but then we had pancakes and everything was better. Yeah, you and I decided. Yeah, you and I, we we started talking randomly at like one in the morning. Yeah, and you were like, "Hey, why don't you just come over?" Yeah, and we okay. played glad we played Gladius till about eight, and then Dad made pancakes. And everything, everything was right in the world. Yeah, say pancakes <laughs> healed our friendship. Yes. Uh, but what started me and Aaron's is, you know, they hated me. Um, I had come from Schrader Tire at that point where, like, stacking a pallet was, like, ingrained into my fucking head. Mm-hmm. And Cody and Aaron didn't stack the pallet right, so I knocked it over and told them to do it again. Um, instead of saying, hey – Let's do this next time. No, I wanted it done a certain way. But after a while, me and Aaron started talking more. And I'm I'm with a fucking customer at this point at the cash register. And Hero by Enrique comes on. Aaron comes up like right, right fucking behind me. And all I hear is, let me be your hero. And I bust out laughing right in front of this fucking customer for like five minutes. I can't do it. Aaron takes over the rest of the fucking transaction. I call him all sorts of nice names. And we've been like super close best friends since. All because of Enrique. Hell, I, I, we even danced to Hero at his wedding. That is adorable. Yeah. You know who's not going to dance at each other's weddings? Us, because unless we're unless we're dancing with each other, exactly. <laughs> be, there'd be so much meat on that dance floor. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was anything fun and exciting happened while I was going? I'll spin game? you, but I'm not dipping you. Fuck! If you dip me, you're throwing a back out, and I'm dead. Yeah, yeah, it ain't <laughs> happening. One of our knees is going to give out, and it's going to be a tragic double homicide. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, what'd you say? Anything big and exciting happened while I was gone? No, same sir. Old, same shit, different pile? Yep, same shit, different pile. Cootie Mania is running wild. 
Yeah, say I think it's about to be cuties too. Electric Boogaloo because everything's starting to open back up. Yeah, but I, if you look at it, like most of the states that are having like increased problems or increased cases are the ones that mildly gave a fuck to begin with. Looking at you, Florida. Oh, yeah, Florida said, "Fuck it, everybody go to the beaches." Still, yeah, Florida's just like, "Nah, whatever." We're they Florida. Say, they say heat kills it. You know what else probably kills it? Meth, <laughs> which Florida has plenty. Yeah, it's not wrong. You know, Aaron told me uh, down there by him is giant meth capital too. Well, yeah, there's probably like so many fucking Breaking Bad RVs in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I think his neighbors across the street have a combined four teeth. <laughs> ten max. It's between four and ten. I will not take any number higher or lower than that. They look like that dude from the Tiger King. Yeah, not too far off. Speaking of which, did you see that bitch Carol Baskin? Got his fucking uh, zoo? Got Yeah, got the zoo. Yeah. And I guess, um, was it the other, the Jeff dude? Yeah, got, uh, that slimy motherfucker. Yeah, him and another guy are still getting more land for another zoo or some shit. Yeah, they're ta- apparently all she's get, really getting is the land because Jeff owns all the animals and shit, yeah. so... I don't know. That shifty fucking dude who's looks like he's fucking banging a teenager. Dude, she can't be older than like fucking twenty three. Yeah, she's not even Tops. our age. Tops. It's- she's just like, oh yeah, this is this is my man. He gives. He has lots of money because I'm pretty quote, sure he's killed people. Quote unquote. Yeah. Turns out he didn't. He's just a shiesty motherfucker. Like the oh, speak, speaking of uh, idiots, have you seen where this? I think this happened. This was like I think it was last week, where uh, uh, a bunch of conservatives got all in an uproar because they're just now realizing that Rage Against the Machine is a politically charged band that's opposite of their beliefs. What? Yeah, yeah. No, it's a thing. Like Rage. <laughs> Like, Rage's fucking album sales and, like, their Spotify listens. I'm sure they've spiked recently. They spiked way up because all these people were too dumb to realize what machine they were raging against. Yeah. They thought they were raging against the toasters. Yeah. Like, I just, I read that and I thought it was a joke. I legitimately did. Until, like, I read it from multiple news outlets. That's fucking bananas. I was like, how do you, how are you, how is it 2020 and you're just now realizing that Rage Against the Machine was raging against the machine? <laughs> like, like, and did they listen, did they not pay attention to any lyrics like Killing in the Name of? Right. Or Bulls on Parade or Testify? Or people of the sun. It's like they were like, oh, um, or every rage song ever written. Yeah, right. Speaking of rage um, and killing in the name of, did you see Machine Gun Kelly covered it? Ugh. Dude, it's fuck. Aaron's like, this isn't terrible. I'm like, dude, this is fucking garbage. Well, Aaron listens to Slipknot regularly, so let's not. Slipknot's not bad. No, okay. 
they're not as bad as they're not as bad as Rugrats. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> I was wondering if you could argue that one. No, I'll give you that. I will not. I will not put Rugrats above anything on this show. <laughs> Even if it's true, you'll never admit to it. No, I will never admit it. <laughs> did, have you heard the? They did a mashup of uh, Rage and Run the Jewels. Oh, yeah, I listened to it the other day. Because I've been listening to RTJ4 like crazy. Oh, man. That, that is that, such a good... Oh, when, such when a he, good fucking album. Uh, I think it's Walking in the Snow, I think, is the name of the song. Let me... Let me double check that. Yeah, Walking in the Snow. When And it's just funny to me because... And it, it hit different because I was thinking about some political shit when he said, don't forget in the story of Jesus, the hero was killed by the state. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, dog, you're not wrong. Yeah, no, fucking run, run the jewels. Just even even if you even if you're not. I'm not saying you have to agree with run the jewels to listen to him like you're not. Unless you're unless you're so oblivious to the world around you and yeah. the lyrics and the lyrics in their music that you don't agree with Run the Jewels and you still listen to them. Yeah. But uh I mean just just the, the beats, the flow, like uh the, RTJ they, RTJ four is where it's at. Yeah, those two fucking riff off each other so fucking well. Yeah. And like that album front to back, like like you said, you know, cover to cover. It, it it's fucking perfect, and I made the comment before. I was like, there if if there is not if this isn't like one of the most perfectly timed album drops, especially with what's going on in the world and what's covered mm-hmm. on this album, I don't know what album could have been more perfectly released. Yeah, no, the, I mean, I mean the 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 album the album's so good, and I'm gonna keep being a fucking run the jewels dick writer. Oh, hundred uh, percent. I'm with they, you until they quit making music, but or like, they just, somehow just, give just you a listen, cease and desist. Just listening to it, I mean, if they send me a cease and desist for being an RTJ dick writer, I'm gonna be real disappointed. <laughs> Depends on how drive, far you go on it. I'm, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go to Atlanta and talk to Killer Mike. But like, look, dog. Yeah, but uh, no, and plus, like, like I like I said when it dropped, like. You can listen to it and like you don't know like it flows so perfectly that like it unless you're really paying attention like each song flows into the next one. There was when I was listening to it on the plane, I didn't realize that was six songs in. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh fuck, I'm already almost through this album." Yeah, and it just like each song comes in just right. It's like so good, so good. It was it's awesome, but I forgot where I was going. But with no, that. aside from that, uh, I was streaming Gears Tactics the other night. I'm, I was at the end, last last boss. I saw. I got to a point where I needed to restart from a checkpoint because I made a bonehead move, but I wasn't mad about it. I just says just. It didn't work out the way I thought it would. No problem. Restart checkpoint. 
but it restarted me like three missions beforehand. So I got real mad. Oh yeah. I got real mad and stopped. And I haven't I haven't I haven't streamed since because I think about it and then I instantly get angry. Yeah, because the last time you streamed I was watching um I had dozed off and my phone died. Thankfully I woke up in time to plug it in and still make it to work on time. <laughs> uh, I fell asleep to the smooth uh, t- tones of your voice. Um, uh, but I remember watching like them like talk about the plan they were doing and they were all storming things. Yeah. And then my body was like night, night. Yeah, I got that far, and then I was like, "Oh, I'll restart from checkpoint because I I I have a better way to work this around." And then it threw me back like three missions. I got really mad. Oof! I threw a couple things. Fucking oof! Yeah, I hate that shit. Yeah, like but, I don't understand why it would do that. Doesn't it auto save like during yeah. the missions? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And the game still mm-hmm. just said "fuck you." Yep. Yep. It did, but that's okay. I'll probably fire it up one of these nights. And people wonder why people get angry at video games and break things. I've never wondered why people get angry at video games. I said there's people. Oh, I'm not one of them. No, I've I'm broken, not either. I've broken controllers. I've fucking, fucking Pelican PS2 controller. Yeah, yeah, that poor that bastard. thing was a fucking trooper. Yeah. Yeah, I threw that against fucking walls. The concrete floor of the basement. Yeah. The concrete block on the wall. Yeah. That that thing worked so long after being broken so Yeah, much. it did. It was held together with duct tape and then when I when I upgraded to the super more powerful Xbox, I finally broke it all the way, just put it out of its misery. Yeah. It was like it was struggling on life support and you pulled the plug. Yeah. I did I really I did it a service. You really fucking did. I did it a service. It was probably like finally peace. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> oh man. So you want to get into some weird news? Oh yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait to read this doozy. Oh. Before we get into the weird news, uh there's some sad news. As you and I are giant Lord of the Rings fans, um, Ian Holmes died. Bilbo Baggins from the original, oh. from the other, from the from the first yeah, three. yep. Ian Holmes passed away. Bilbo Baggins of Bag End has passed. On to lighter news, because we don't want the show to be a downer. We want you to giggle and laugh at our stupidity. So, first one here. I actually saw this on Facebook, and then it got it popped up in the, in the articles that I read. But there's a petition going around for Columbus, Ohio, to be renamed Flavortown. I saw that earlier. Did you sign it? Huh? No, I didn't. Are you gonna? No, I don't oh. live in Columbus. But yeah, because I didn't know Guy Fieri was born in Columbus. I didn't either. Yeah, apparently that's why they're doing it. Oh boy. So if you if if you want to go to you know change.org, there's a petition for it. Uh if you want to go step by step. <laughs> um it's already got seven thousand eight hundred signatures as of Friday. 
I don't know how many they need for that to be taken seriously. But I don't know what the statute limitation is on petitions. But apparently he was born in Columbus. Who knew? Well, go him. Yeah. Fair enough. I doubt it'll happen, but it'll be funny if they do some kind of honoring of it. Why but, I mean, does that does that mean that if you live in Columbus, you have to wear outrageous fucking bowling shirts, and you have to like if you can't spike your hair and, and blonde tip it, you have to buy a like a hat of his hair. Oh, dude, I'd totally be in, especially think, yeah. if the bowling shirt thing happens. Like, I'm in. <laughs> I'll move to I'll move to Columbus to have to wear bowling, fucking obnoxious bowling shirts. Bowling shirts are like perfect big guy apparel. <laughs> bowling shirts and Hawaiian shirts seem to be like big guy shit because Samoans are massive people. Anyway, um, so there's a millionaire in Britain. Um, who actually hit headlines a little while ago because somebody died in his pool at a James Bond-themed orgy. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it says, millionaire to host Britain's first socially distanced alfresco sex party. <laughs> I love how they had to add the term alfresco. Fresco. But this is Richard Stanley who hit the headlines when a reveler died in his pool at a James Bond-themed orgy is hosting a voyeurs and monogamous alfresco sex party. (laughs) The man's 72. Uh, He has a $5 million mansion. Uh, He's like, he's planning to come back from lockdown with a bang. (laughs) <laughs> at a bash a that fucking he, cheesy tagline right at a bash that he bills as COVID-19 compatible um his his wife is a practical nurse or is as a RN and she's they're going to do everything they can to follow you know social distance guidelines uh, let's see here Oh, I don't know if that's the right word to use article. Um, oh, geez. So after parties were asked by COVID-19, Richard says, th- and then Richard says their regulars are gagging to get back into action. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right word. Um, let's see here. There was another thing in here. Is as long as Boris Johnson gives a green light, uh, the parties are back on. If indoor parties are banned, we'll just close the house and we'll hope for a warm evening with few mosquitoes. Because because nothing's worse than getting a mosquito bite <laughs> on your dick. Richard and Janet run, and it's quoting the UK's best established and popular swinging house party venue. Which has been featured on channels four and five in the UK. Let's see here. Oh, Jesus. They have a full hog roast. Oh, dude, I'd show up just for the fucking hog roast. Yeah, it's a full hog. 
Oh, damn. See here. Swinging is recreational sex legitimately exercised. No one wants to eat in the same restaurant every night of their lives, and the same goes for sex. While Richard will usually partner up with two to three different women during his parties, his wife says, I usually just help host. It's rare that I get involved. <laughs> so yeah, if you if if you live in England, keep an eye out for fucking what's his name? What's his name? Uh Richard Stanley. He's 72 and likes to bang ladies. He's gonna have a big old party. And uh staying in the realm of kinky. <laughs> Ooh. Uh pair hired for man's sexual fantasy turn up in bedroom at wrong address with machetes. <laughs> and I'm then the so tag the, the tagline, which is my favorite. After appearing in an unsuspecting resident's bedroom with knives at 6.15 a.m., the duo accepted their mistake saying, sorry, mate. You don't just show up in a dude's house with fucking machetes and go, oh, my bad. Yeah, this happened in Sydney, Australia. Two men snuck into a bedroom with machetes after being hired to carry out a stranger's sexual fantasy of being tied up in his underwear and stroked with a broom. Only oh, to say, discover say that they part had the wrong address. The man's fantasy was to be tied up in his underwear and stroked with a broom. Def- After, you know, we had the whole dude shoving a, a phone charger up his dick, I don't want to know what his definition of stroked with a broom means. I mean, is he getting some booty hole action with that broom? Or are they just like... Or or is it... Or do they just like sweep his crotch? <laughs> like, do they just stand over him like they're sweeping the floor? Like a fucking... Um, <clears throat> fucking like whisk broom, just... <laughs> uh, yeah, the... Uh, where was it? Oh, no, here we go. Uh, he wanted a broom handle to be rubbed around his underwear. What? What? He was willing to pay five grand if it was quote really good. How does one proficiently rub a broomstick around a crotch? And why did they have machetes? Is that explained? Uh no the 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 the, <laughs> the judge said quote the facts of the case are unusual they carried the machetes either as a prop or something to use in that fantasy I don't know about that and they said that the client the guy that wanted the broom handle rubbed around his junk uh, had, quote, a history and proclivity for engaging the services of people, meaning he picked up hookers or paid for sex or paid for two dudes to show up in his house with machetes and a broom. Like, what the fuck? What like, the- if I'm, like, if I'm that dude that wakes up to it and there's just, like, two dudes with Was it machetes two dudes and or a two broom. Chicks? Huh? It was two dudes or two chicks? It was chicks? two dudes. 
Oh, you want to? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Two dudes, two dudes show up in my bedroom with fucking machetes and a broom. Like, first of all, I'm asking a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah, like, wait a minute. Why are you here? I, I think my first question would be, what's the broom for? <laughs> that would be my first thing. Like, okay, machetes, you're here to kill me. Get it, whatever. Can you explain the broom? Yeah, you're going to need a bigger broom to, like, sweep me up, dog. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, he had made. They had made arrangements with the guy, and the guy sent his address. But later, he updated it to a house that was more than thirty miles away from where they fucking broke into. Weird. So the he gave a wrong address then. Well, he gave them one address, and then he ended up changing it a half hour later. Oh wow! And then when they broke in. And the guy's like, no, they said, sorry. They shook his hand and said goodbye. And then the client called wondering where the fuck he was, where the fuck they were. How, how do you go into a dude's house with a machete and a broom ready to rub a dong? And the dude goes, nah, man, wrong house. And you just shake his hand and say, sorry? Yeah. The best was, so when they show up to, when they show up to the guy's house, they, uh, so it's these two dudes and they had a driver. They, they get to the correct address and the customer was spotted and had, quote, a great big knife in his trousers. I don't know if that's an actual knife or not. Is there a knife in your pants? Or are you just happy to see yeah. me? Then he told them not to bring the weapons inside. And then they went in and I'm, a, I'm assuming they did what, whatever. And then he began to cook bacon, eggs, and noodles. Why? And okay. the one guy fell asleep on the couch. So they ended up going to the right house anyway. Yeah. Well, it's good to know the guy got what he paid for. He still got his junk fondled with a broomstick. Yeah. Well, they ended up arresting the guy that felt they arrested both of them. Only the one got charged, <laughs> and the guys the the guy the the guy got off with I believe is a fine. But uh, his lawyer said, and this is this is my favorite. <laughs> his lawyer said, "quote It was a commercial agreement to tie up and stroke." A semi-naked man in his underpants with a broom. Entry was not with intent to intimidate. And that, my friends, is why if you're going to hire gentlemen to stroke you with a broom, you better give them the right address. The first time. Yes. Oh, that's... I have so many questions. I mean, I don't want, you know, somebody coming over and rubbing my junk with a broom. I don't know if I want to test that theory. But I have so many questions. Yeah, like, is that a thing? 
I mean, we found out shoving things down your dick holes a thing. Dude, so. I don't want to revisit. I'm not revisiting that. <laughs> you know, I went down, down that road a, again. I went down a dark rabbit hole very quickly and realized <laughs> that I didn't want to be in it. <laughs> I went too far too quick, and I was yeah. Not I flew. Fun. I much like Icarus. I flew too close to the sun, <laughs> and I came crashing down to earth very quickly. <laughs> Oh, man. You got any other weird news? Uh, no, just the dude with the broom. <sighs> now, you know how you and I always talk about, you know, charging that thing's mouth open like a kid in the pool? Yeah. So I was at Mama and Tuna's for a little bit. We did uh, Father's Day today with Dad since I'm going to be working and it's going to be, you know, raining and shit tomorrow. But so we're all in the pool. You know, Ulrich's over there. Oh, the old Toon Lagoon. And that kid was the definition of our joke. (laughs) (laughs) Just trying to swim. Uh, He's got his life jacket on and everything. And the kid is not trusting and super paranoid because he makes mom, like, hold the back of it as he tries to swim because apparently he's going to float and sink or float away. But, like, he's looking back every four seconds to make sure mom's not letting go. <laughs> and he's got his mouth open, tongue out, drinking, just taking on too much water as he's excitedly swimming through the pool. Gotta love it. Oh, it was so good. Oh, there was something. I feel like there was something else I wanted to talk to you about. I mean, there's lots of things that we could talk about. That's the premise of our show. Oh, so me and Aaron are going to try this new thing we saw on YouTube and watch like two hours worth of footage on um, magnet fishing. The fuck is that? So basically you get like this really strong magnet. It's like this fucking big mm-hmm. and it holds up to, like there's some that hold like 800 pounds of weight. Some that hold like twelve hundred pounds, like twenty four hundred pounds. Yeah, and you just tie it to a rope and you chuck it into the water and you drag it across the bottom and see what you find. Oh, okay. I was thinking that it was actual fishing. Yeah, but I didn't think that you were fishing for sh- for shit. Yeah, I thought you were fishing for fish. No, that's why you had my attention. <laughs> So like we watched these guys because we both saw something on TikTok and then we went to the guy's YouTube page and we watched like a good two hours worth of this stuff. And this dude's like pulling bikes out of canals. He pulled a lawnmower out of something. Um, he found a bunch of fucking, I think he found a gun. The one guy found a gun and just like all this cool shit. And then me and Aaron, we we started looking at pricing on things. We're starting to figure out which ones we want. Like we're pretty sure we're starting this whole thing this year. Okay. <laughs> so keep an eye out on that when I come back with tales of all the weird shit I found and and well, it's just like that dude that put a bunch of videos up I think it was last year. When he when he caught some sort of viral fame, where he'd fucking 
scuba dive in rivers. Yeah, and just I've like watched... fucking hang out on the bottom and find a whole bunch of shit. Yeah, there's um, there was a guy I was subscribed to on YouTube for a little while. Like he would go to all these places and they just fucking go to the bottom of like rivers and lakes and shit. Pull up people's iPhones, GoPros, fucking Ray Ban sunglasses and shit, and then he turn around and sell them. And make some decent cash on a lot of that stuff. Like if the phones worked, he would he return them back to their owners and all this other shit. Yeah, but I mean, if you lost your phone in a river, it's kind of fucked, dude. A couple of them would like they had those really good otter boxes. Worked like a charm right after. He'd bring it up, charge it, and start right up. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know. I think. I think me and Aaron are really gonna gonna <laughs> dive down that hole. Why not? Just something else to do. Okay. You don't seem well, so sure. I, you do what you uh, want to do. It's just not interesting to me. Oh, I don't fair. give a fuck. Fair enough. Just I'm, not interested, I'm not interested in pulling lawnmowers out of uh, bodies of water. <laughs> Fair enough. If you find something valuable, that's cool. But I'm not interested in fucking pulling junk out of water. I'll pull Unless my, it's my junk. I was going to say, I'll pull my junk out of the water. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Kyle's Corner. Um, I know I don't have anything from Kyle. I have one from Kyle. And it's it's fucked up and has nothing to do with your nose. This time I mean it. So I was trying to figure out how to work your nose into this, into this one, but, uh, I guess I couldn't. So Kyle sent me a question that he believes the internet deserves an answer to. I'm waiting for you to lie to me, and this is about my nose. And I can't believe that I'm going to ask this question. So, would you rather have a vagina on your forehead or have a row of penises down your back like a stegosaurus? Dude, I'm taking the stegosaurus dicks. I knew you would. I knew you would. (laughs) I knew it. Like... Now, here's my question. Are they functional? I don't know, dude. Like, you just got a bunch of dicks on your back. Well, I mean, in, the, like, in either situation, like the vagina, like, am I getting forehead fucked? Or... Either way, like, I just, I don't like either one of them. I'm taking the Stegosaurus dicks, dog. I, I'd take, I'd probably take the vagina forehead. <laughs> so, I'm just gonna fucking run everywhere and just fucking do this at everybody. And yeah. just shake all my fucking spite, my dick spines at everybody. Uh, Man. You oh, could you imagine if like each one of them took blood? Could you imagine how lightheaded you'd get when you get an erection? Yeah. You couldn't hide that boner, dog. It's going through the back of your shirt. Well, you would need to get like a size or two bigger shirt. Or get custom shirts with fucking <laughs> dig holes cut in it. Uh. 
And then I have one, two, three, four, five questions from Lisa. Now they don't, they're not all heaters. So you don't need to say mean things to her. Okay. Um, if you had the opportunity to get a message across to a large group of people, what would your message be? Hmm. I shut the fuck up. Um, so everybody's an asshole. Now, people are bastard coated bastards with bastard filling. Oh, what the fuck's that from? Scrubs. That's right. Um, now, do these people like instantly take this message as truth? No, it's just like what? What would you want to tell a large group? Like, if you okay, I'm gonna drive to your house and put a gun to your head and tell you that you're the last thing that you say is the last message you you could transmit to people. Before I fucking murder you. See, that's too that, real because you could come do that right now. <laughs> what would that be? Hmm. To go peapot again? I don't know. Hmm. That's a good question. Do you have an answer? I always have an answer. We'll give your answer. My answer would be don't sweat the small shit and and to quote the great uh, owner, coach, and star player of the Flint, Michigan Tropics, <laughs> Jackie Moon, everybody love everybody. Yeah. E-L-E. E-L-E. And let's everybody talk, love everybody. And let's not talk about the porking of the moms and the sisters. <laughs> <laughs> But no, seriously, it would, it would be don't don't sweat the small stuff because you're going to spend too much time dwelling on it and just, you know, just fucking don't be so close-minded. Listen to people. You yeah. may not agree with them, but listen to them. Yes, I think, I don't know. Because I... And no sex in the champagne room. I was I was going there. I was gonna say just make sure just if I could like just give like just like and transmit a message to everybody so everybody in the world heard no sex in the champagne room. <laughs> it would be something similar, you know. I'd want everybody to be kinder to each other. I think we, we live in a world of too much hate. Everybody's just pissed off all the time. And I would also encourage people to to read more in more into things in in the way of not letting the media control your decisions. Do your own research. Get educated. Nerds. And of course everybody love everybody. Yeah. And don't call P-L-E. anybody. Don't call anybody a JT. Yeah. He can call you a jive turkey. Just called you a cocksucker. Says you like Such cocks. Yeah. <laughs> what do we all have in common besides our genes that makes us human? 
I don't know, man. I don't think you and I wear the same jeans. Oh, no. Oh, 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 oh my goodness. AJ, use his <laughs> like so funny and joke. Can can you teach me to joke? So what are, what do we all share in common that makes us all human? Yep. I don't I don't think there is one unified thing. We're all fundamentally flawed. Yeah, so none of us are perfect. We're all different. We're all a perfect unique. human being doesn't exist. Mistakes will be made. The only way a perfect human exists is if me and Jared decide to somehow Voltron. Um, and even then, it's questionable because our bodies will just be so beat up. <laughs> but like, I just I think the one thing that makes I, the one thing that makes all human is that you know the ability to make mistakes and to learn from mm-hmm. them. Yeah, say none of us. Not everybody's perfect. Everybody's everybody is different. No, no two people. I mean, I guess you could qualify twins, but that's genetics. Yeah, but even twins aren't the same. I've known, I've known several sets of twins. They are very similar, like spooky similar. <laughs> but would you rather be? Well, you're already the. Never mind. Fuck just, off. This is just read an, it. This is such an open joke that. Uh, I'm just going to read it and let everyone guess the joke. Would you rather be a worried genius or a joyful simpleton? <laughs> I say a worried genius? A worried genius or a joyful simpleton? Can I be a worried simpleton? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like I'd rather be a joyful simpleton. I mean, I'm pretty much already there. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think I think I'd much rather be a worried genius. I mean, because yeah. I already am. I mean, that's beside the point. I already do a lot of worrying, but I wouldn't qualify myself as. Can I just be like a little bit of both and be the worried simpleton? <laughs> was that the joke you were gonna make? I was. I was gonna say you're already a joyful simpleton. Oh, <laughs> so like you don't need to answer this question. Fair enough. But this one's hard because you're going to have to count to six. Shit. Can you describe your life in a six-word sentence? And now, and now, ladies and gentlemen, this is where you're going to want to fast forward five minutes while AJ and I count to six no. in various, at various times. I just went like this. I can't count to six. Damn it. <laughs> Can you read the question again? I heard count to six and I started making up phrases in my head. Can you describe your life? In a six-word sentence. Six words. Will you teach me to football? That's six. Will you teach me to football? That's six. (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking, and I just counted it to make sure that, uh, that it's right. Uh, in and there's I forget who does oh corn does the song Adidas. 
all day I dream about sex. Yeah, I was just counting it out in my head. Yeah. I mean, I do dream about banging quite frequently. I don't dream about it. I don't really dream. Most of my dreams are stupid shit. Like, I don't really dream. I have, like, two recurring dreams that come around every once in a while. And we talked about those. that's about it. I had a dream when I was down in Oklahoma that I had to fight a buffalo. But I lost and woke up. Like, that was the end of the dream. I tried to punch. Fight a buffalo? I tried to. Yeah, there was, like, a buffalo stampede, and everybody counted on me. And so I tried to. Well, that was their first. Yeah, right? So. The the buffalo came at me once, and I tried to drop kick it, and it moved out of the way. So I went to go fucking give it an uppercut, and I died. Um, but six words that describe who I am or my life. It describes your life. Hmm. Who knew six words could be tough? I'm too old for this shit. That's six six? words. (laughs) Are you typing it out so you can count it? No, I was just making sure I got it right. Are you quoting something? I'm going to quote something. I'm going to quote the late great Lemmy Kilmister's tattoo. Born to lose, live to win. Okay. Finger guns. Finger guns. It's only five. Finger guns. I was going to say one trip or die trying. (laughs) Hmm. Dat-tran? Dat-tran! Six words. Six of them. Not seven. Not five. And eight is right out. And five is right out. One, two, five. No, three, sir. Um. No, that's too many words. Fuck. Who knew this would be so hard? That's what she said. Hey! Rebel, 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 rebel. Because I was going to say, do it yourself. Nobody will do it for you, but that's too many words. And then... Why, why not do it yourself? Nobody else will. I mean, that's a good one. That's the that, same thing. Yeah, that works. I just put it into six words for you. I know. I just don't like the ring to it. Well, I'm sorry it's not fucking catchy. I'm trying to make some require make meet the requirements here, okay? Yeah. God. <laughs> Big dumb friend is very loyal. <laughs> <laughs> that's six but no I, I would probably say do it yourself nobody else will 
I like that one. Thank you for uh, bringing that to six words for me. You're, you're welcome. If life is so short, why do we do many things we don't like and like so many things we don't do? My head explode. Because we live in a country that is a business. Therefore, well, we. Every country's a business. I feel like we're the worst ones. Um, well, that's why we have the most freedom. Touche, sir. Touche. It's been doing. Th- I mean, not, not necessarily the most freedom, but yeah, I, I got what you. We mean. have, we have, we have the most opportunity. Yeah, opportunity. <laughs> I just, I, I feel like you have to have one without. You can't have one without the other. Yeah, I was gonna say, I, you, you have to do. I've always looked at it as you have to do things you don't want to do to create opportunities to do things you do want to do. Yeah. And that's, that's all I kept saying in my head was like, you, you got to do both. There's, there's no way around it. Yeah. And it's just, unfortunately, in, in our day and age, that's just the way the world works now. Well, I mean, I feel like that's the way the world has always worked. Like, if you look back, people wanted food, but they didn't want a farm. Yes, yeah, so they, they had shot, to. They shot to get, things. Yeah. Or, you know, when they couldn't shoot or when they shot all of the things, they had to grow food. And I'm sure, and I'm sure those, I'm sure those hunters didn't want to like fucking sit around in a tree waiting for some deer to walk by all day. I don't know. There's some people that get a good kick out of that. So that way they could eat. I never understood that. It's the same thing with fishing. Like I can't sit there and just go, yo. Uh Yeah. See, I can, I like fishing. It's calming. I know. But to sit there and like pray something walks by, I don't know. I, I don't think I can hunt. I also don't think I could shoot something because in my luck, I, I would feel terrible. Like if I just like winged a deer and it just like lived its life with like buckshot in it the rest of its life. Well, I'd probably die, but not, not as fast as it should. Yeah. And I would feel terrible because Bambi's a thing and I don't want to, I don't want to make, you know, that movie happen in real life. I don't think, I think if Bambi wasn't like my favorite movie, I could easily hunt. Bambi has ruined me. <laughs> I'd line the shot up and I would just think, you know, of thumper and flower and all that good stuff. And I couldn't do it. But to answer the question, uh, you can't have one without the other. Yeah. yeah you, have life. To do, you have to do things you don't want to do to enable yourself to do things you do want to do. Unless you're like fucking Richard Branson rich where you can just do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, I w- I don't I wouldn't know what to do with that fucking much money. Oh man, I just fucking I just cruise around and play golf all year. Oh, it's cold here. Uh, There's somewhere it's not cold. Yeah, I own an airline. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. So, would you uh, would you would you uh develop a coke habit if you had that much money? Um, I'd probably go through a coke phase. Like, I'm not saying that I would de- I would go to rehab need to go to rehab, but you know I'd That'd probably like, def I'd probably definitely go down a rabbit hole of uh, you know 
the booger sugar. Would you try anything else just to say you did it? No. I mean, especially because, I mean, like, you'd be rich enough to, like, just pay for rehab, whatever. Yeah, no, no, I'd probably, I really, the thing is, like, I'd probably blow it on hookers more than drugs, so. You, I didn't want to say it because I didn't want to, you know, put that out there. I had a feeling there was going to be hookers in there. And I feel like hookers and blow go hand in hand. Well, I mean, if I had that much money, hookers are going to be involved. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, it's just. You just have your own personal game. harem. Yeah. <laughs> That's so fucked up. <laughs> Or I'd be, or I'd be like fucking Leo DiCaprio. I'd, I'd fucking bang a model for a couple years, fucking get rid of her, get a new one. Just banging model after model on your private yacht. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, is like it doesn't doesn't matter if I look the way I do now. I got money, so that just uh, my, my money money cures everything. <laughs> yeah, see, money makes you pretty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the world we live in. That's why I look like this. All right, that's ever that's everything from Lisa. That's everything from Lisa. Yeah. Okay. Well, before we go into our top twelve list, it's that time, brother. Oh, is it pee break time? It is pee break time. I took a little tinkle tinkle before we started the show, but I got to do another little tinkle tinkle. A little tinkle tinkle. Yeah. I'm gonna go give the potty a little, little taste of some pee. I just said that, and it's staying in the show. I'm not going to cut it out. We'll be right back. (laughs) Hello there. Are you a beginner in fantasy football, or even somebody with experience that's just struggling to get that championship win? Well, boy, do I have a solution for you. The Beard Brothers Fantasy Football Podcast. Let the hosts Dylan and AJ guide you through this season of fantasy football with week-by-week comparisons of the league's top players, a start-of-the-week segment where we can help you decide which player to bring off your bench and put into that starting lineup to help you get that W. If you have any questions before the next recording of our show, please give us a follow on Twitter at BeardBrothersFF and send your questions there and we can give you any advice we can. You can also follow us on any other social media sites at BeardBrothersFantasyFootballPodcast. So make sure to give us a listen if you're really trying to make sure you get that championship win that you've always been looking for. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your podcast fixed. All right, nerds. Now, off uh, after our pee break, we're just chatting. And typically on the show, we don't get too political or too much into the social issues because I feel like that's everywhere. We feel like that's everywhere. Yeah. This is supposed to be a happy distraction from that everyday grind. But you're going to need to bear with us here. We have a message that we need to get across. And uh, I think that in this upcoming election, uh, from the strong platform of the Diet Coke and a koozie party, Jared and AJ, uh, we're going to run for – we're gonna run for office. We're, we're um, gonna uh, we're gonna try to I'm, run this bitch. I'm gonna lead. I'm gonna lead the ballot. You know what? As much as I like the diet the diet coke can and a koozie party, we're gonna go as the fuck party. Oh, oh, oh yeah. The, Jared and AJ the, represent the, the fuck, fuck party. The fuck party is gonna take over the White House. Fuck party 2020. Fuck party 2020. 
That's that's the that is the title of this episode. Now. Yeah, fuck party twenty twenty. <laughs> and I tell you what, if I if I ever got in there, you guys would know about UFOs. We would know who killed Kennedy, and we would know if the moon landing was real. Oh yeah, because if we find out shit, our minds are gonna be fucking blown. Yeah, and like we're the gonna minute be- the minute some fucking four star general tells me that we have UFOs. I'm going to hold a press conference and I'm going to look like someone died. It's going to be a fucking emergency state of the union address. And And Jared's just going to be like, fuck. It's just going to be me like huddled over the podium going, all right, guys. Uh, uh, fuck. Uh, so. And while you're struggling, I'm just going to come out of the background. Yo dog aliens. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna be like that Chappelle show sketch. With Black Bush? Yep. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. As a matter of fact, if I could get most deaf to be the head of the CIA, that would be great. <laughs> make make it so. Yeah. So yeah. keep an eye fuck, on the ballot. Fuck party 2020, nerds. <laughs> oh, man. I could... Could you picture us running this shit? Huh? Could you imagine you and I running this country? My, I, I, I'd have to censor myself so much. Fuck it. Like my, my press conferences. So, uh, Mr. President, what do you think about, uh, what do you think about the current economic situation? Ah, dude, it's like fucked. Ninety <laughs> percent of our fucking press conferences are just beep. Yeah, it's like uh, so, and then you know we're talking about beep. Yeah. So then I said. <laughs> yeah man fuck party 2020 fuck party 2020 coming to a white house near you fuck party 2020 don't dip your toes in the shallow end nerds cannonball in the deep end i am that's our slogan <laughs> so i feel like that needs to be a shirt well Fuck party 2020. We've we've talked about you know merch ideas recently. Maybe that's our first one. Yeah. Fuck fuck party 2020. Cannonball in the deep end. <laughs> I'll I'll start working up designs in Photoshop to make it look <laughs> presidential. <laughs> Why not? So uh, if you remember last episode, we had talked about our current top 12 list being video game characters and admittedly this is a bit tougher than i expected this this kind of got me a little bit there was i mean i knew my top three like right off the bat and then four five six came like real quick and then it was just a hodgepodge of things that I kept remembering. I don't know how quick you came to yours. Yeah, I mean, mine was a little difficult. I was trying to find my list of my top video games that we did forever ago. I couldn't, I couldn't find mine either. I couldn't find it. So I'm sure that there are ones that I'm omitting because I couldn't find my list that I wrote last week. So I, I cobbled together a new one today. So I'm pretty confident in it, but... We'll like, I, like I said before we started recording, my 
I'd say probably my top five. Now, I, I said top three originally. But my top five are probably the only ones in in actual order. Top three for sure are in the exact order. The rest are kind of just there because I didn't know where I wanted to put them. Yeah. Well, do you want to lead this off or do you want me to lead it off? I'll lead it off. My number 12, probably a little lower than you would expect, uh, is Budokai 3 Krillin. Fair enough. Because I did, that was exactly why I. That was a game I didn't think about. Yeah, because I, and that was exactly why before, you know, we went off air last time was why I asked, does this count? Yeah. Because I needed Budokai 3 Krillin in that list. Yes, I (laughs) totally get it. So then my number 12 is Raphael from Soul Calibur. That motherfucker. That motherfucker. Just the forward triangle, the back triangle, sit down. Fuck that guy. And then and then and then let us not forget the down triangle and then over triangle as I juggle you in the air. Yeah. It's so fucking frustrating. Now yeah, Raphael is my favorite Soul Calibur character, followed by a close second, Yoshibitsu. Tekken Yoshimitsu or Soul Calibur? No, Yoshimitsu. Soul Calibur Yoshimitsu. No. I didn't play Tekken. I th- no, that's not your number. I thought you were going into your number eleven. Sorry. No, 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 no. No, I was gonna say that Raphael and Yoshimitsu were because I know I needed a Soul Calibur character on here. Raphael was the clo- was the, the heads the heads on favorite. Yoshimitsu, Astaroth, Zoslamel. <laughs> that's got like eight syllables in it. No wonder you got your ass kicked. <laughs> oh, Peapod. Uh, I remember, like, the summer of Astaroth where we just kept telling Grandma Kate to cosplay Astaroth. Yes. <laughs> and she never did it. By the way, Grandma Kate, if you're listening. Astaroth. I, I'll, I'll chip in. I'll chip in for that cosplay. I'll help. Cosplay is Astaroth. Yeah, Astaroth. Make it so. And I'm And, like, Hammerhead Astaroth. Yeah, not just no. I want that big fucking goofy thing. Yeah, like just dangling off your forehead. My number eleven is a game that I considered firing up the other day. Now that they've loosened the fucking, uh, they've loosened the fucking class restrictions and whatnot, and that is my girl Diva from Overwatch. They took out the class thing. Well, they they took out like the the ban like you know how they like randomly ban characters to try and get other to try and get people to play as other yeah. shit. They took that out. I haven't fired it up. I'm just I'm just telling you what I've read. Yeah, but I am I haven't played Overwatch in a while. Yeah, I thought about firing it up again. I was wondering where Diva was going to fall in your list. So my my girl Diva, particularly Officer Diva. Officer number Diva, 11. reporting for booty. Yeah. <laughs> reporting with booty. Right? She got all the booty. My number 11 is Terry Bogard. I'm surprised Terry's so low. Like I said, they're all they're the, outside the top five. They could have gone anywhere. But. Are you okay? Busto Wolf. 
I mean, think of how long my phone background and my computer background was that like really cool, like artsy style picture of Terry <laughs> Chuck in his hat. Yeah. Like I, I fucking love Terry. Um, was it um, a day out with Terry Bogard, that uh, animated cartoon? Yes. So <laughs> funny. <laughs> Where he like robs a, gets a bunch of money from like crime. Yeah. <laughs> Kickbacks. Uh, my number 10, I think he might make your list as well, but he may be higher up, is Leon Scott Kennedy. Oh. From Resident the man, Evil 4. The man doesn't climb down ladders. No. He'll climb up them. You think he needs that four-story ladder? Fuck no. Get it out of here. Just jumping down towers. That game, like, very few games have ever, like, Make, giving me a visceral reaction to like certain characters. Doctor Chainsaw. To this, to this day, I could fire it up right now, and that, and the minute you hear fucking Doctor Chainsaw, the parano- like my uh, the blood pressure rises. Because you're you never looking know where around he's at. everywhere because you can hear him coming, and you know if you're not paying attention, he's gonna cut your fucking head off. Yeah, dude, that's. It's- one of the few Dr. games that just Doctor Chainsaw is terrifying. Yeah, it's just one. That's one of the few games that really got to me. Yeah, outside of Dead Space, which made me scream a bunch. But so, going to your number ten, buddy. My number ten will not let you into the club, Mister Big. Is, that is Mister Big from King of Fighters. Mister Big kicked me out of the club for a week. Yeah. Uh, why I ran to Oklahoma. Yeah, Mr. Big is probably my favorite character in King of Fighters and uh, is always my anchor if I'm getting, if if I'm losing. Uh, I throw Mr. Big in there and typically typically I uh, stomp the yard, as the kids say. Yeah, it's very, very frustrating. And and that and and with Mr. Big, I don't have to use the the classic Jared jump kick, kick low kick. kick, which I used in Mortal Kombat the other day. Felt great. <laughs> <laughs> it's great when it's not happening. To you. It's it's so much fun when I'm not losing. <laughs> <laughs> and then my number nine was Leon Kennedy hmm. from Resident Evil Four. Not not too far off each other then. No, yeah. Leon. Yeah. Leon's such a fucking man. Yeah. Yeah, the only but I Resident Evil Four was great. I just wish they wouldn't have made Ashley so fucking annoying. But right. that's the point. She did her job. Yeah, that's the point, though. I get it. <laughs> uh, my number nine is a guy that I'm guaranteeing is higher on your list than mine. Sam Fisher from Splinter Cell. Oh yeah, he's way higher. Just the rough and tumble. Splinter or um, third echelon agent sneaking around, air ringing fucking dudes, knocking them out. I love those fucking using a shotgun because Lambert didn't tell me I couldn't. It was a good time. (coughs) We'll move into number eight is Mega Man. Surprise, Mega Man so low. Yeah, I. Loved Mega Man. I love every fucking Mega Man game. Um, I was obsessed with trying to get 
it was only released at PAX years ago, but it was an actual like Mega Man fucking blaster, like Hulk hands, but it was a Mega Man blaster. Mm-hmm. But I can still to this day have not been able to successfully get my hands on it, which is a massive boner sag. But my love for Mega Man is very strong. My number eight isn't Mario Mario. It's Luigi, Luigi Mario. Mario. Uh, Luigi is my favorite character in any Mario-based game. Because he's just a big fucking weirdo. Because he's a big fucking weirdo. Uh, in Super Mario Strikers, whenever you'd score a goal with him, he'd do the fucking running airplane, yep. which was always hilarious. And then to listen to my brother's yeah. cries. Just listening of, to Dane scream because he couldn't stop it. Yeah. He just could not stop the Super Mario Striker onslaught that came his way. Um, and then number seven, speaking of my brother, uh, the, the one of my favorite Street Fighter character and the one that he picked for the tattoo on my chest, and that is the Red Cyclone Zangief. Yep, I knew he was going to be on there. I'm yeah. surprised he's not a little higher. No, Zang, Zangief is the was my favorite Street Fighter character from – Day one, followed closely by Sagat. But <laughs> uh, say he's just a giant Russian dude that suplexes people. Mm-hmm. That's right up your fucking alley. And not to mention the dreaded Zangief driver. Yeah. Or the spinning hammer fists. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Zang. So yeah, Zangief was my number seven. So it goes to my number seven then. Yup. And I'm going to double check the number in this real quick because I think I have it backwards. No, I had it right. Um, my number seven is BT7274. The main Titan you play in Titanfall 2. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, that story is still one of my favorite stories in any game. I love the campaign. I love the character development in it. And just, I got a little, little emotional at the end with the whole BT sacrificing thing, same self thing. Spoiler alert. If you haven't beat it or played it, but the game has been out long enough. You should know better. Yeah. But yeah, that, that BT is easily one. The character. Big titties. 7,274 of them. It's a lot of titties. That's a lot of titties. <laughs> um, and my number six is the Gears character that I couldn't decide between. I was stuck between three. And I went with my favorite smartass, Damon Baird. Okay. Who'd you think I was going to go with? I didn't think you were going to go I- it's not surprising. Not the one I'm going with, but oh, no, I didn't expect you to go Baird at all. Baird, I just I fell in love with Baird really quick because he's just a sarcastic asshole the entire time, and I enjoy his character development thoroughly. But if you want to go on pure entertainment value, you're going cold. you you can't beat the Cole train. Yeah, you're going. Cold. I didn't pick Cole either, but but say I was tossed between Cole, Baird, and and Marcus. Really, hot butt didn't make it in there. She has a soft spot in my heart. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I was gonna say Anya was your multiplayer character. Yeah, Anya was the character for me. But yep, yeah, my number six is Damon Baird. 
Or as he was known for a while, Captain Ace McCloud. Yes. (laughs) My number six is Lara Croft. She's Uh, in my honorables. In particular, the last three Tomb Raiders that they did, uh, the more modern ones, I thought that the storytelling in those games was incredible, and it it really humanized Lara as, you know, because in the in the early in the early PlayStation games, she's just this badass chick with two guns, just ran around with her triangle boobies. I will. My father, I will never forget the grind he put in on the PS One, the original fucking Tomb Raider. Like he had the fucking like book guide walkthrough thing from when he got. It's like this man fucking studied every bit of that game. Like I knew when he would get pissed. Because it'd be like 10.30, you'd hear the door shut and his car start up as he drove down to Wendy's to get a Frosty to calm himself down. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'll ne- the day I remember, he let me stay up a little bit later because he knew it was close to the end. As I was like guiding him and helping him and figuring out puzzles with him as he finally beat the original Tomb Raider. And it was like one of the greatest days of that man's life. Yeah, no, the, especially the last three. I played the shit out of the remasters and the, and the new ones that they put out. Uh, yeah, and that and for me, that's what really made the that's what really put Lara Croft on the list. I I I played the other Tomb Raiders, but I didn't necessarily enjoy them as much as I enjoyed these last ones. Fair enough. And then my number five is Geralt of Rivia from the Witcher series. I never played the Witcher games, but I've, told, oh, I've been told oh, they are fucking oh, fantastic. Oh. They are fantastic. I was thinking about I was thinking about playing the Witcher three again and streaming, streaming it. it. Yeah, but yeah, Geralt he's just such a grumpy fucking prick, <laughs> uh, and I just I love him. Plus, you know, he fights monsters. Yeah. What's not to like about that? But I say, I have uh, the toss a coin to your Witcher song from the show on my phone. Mm-hmm. And the show was really good, too. Never watched it. I need to. You though. didn't watch it? No. Dude. I'm not, a, I, I don't like, okay. I'm not a huge fan of Henry Cavill because he played Superman. And we all know about my feelings on Superman. Yes. But man, he was I've all been... in. He was all in on being Geralt and it was, uh because he's a big gamer too, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just like I I don't watch a lot of shows and I need to start watching more shit cuz there's so many people like you need to watch this show, you need to watch that show. So, well, so, I mean uh, you just if if you're gonna if you're gonna commit to watching a series, fucking watch The Witcher. Fair enough. And oddly enough, that's a set of books I have not read yet. I didn't know those I were ordered, books. I've ordered them. But I've not read them. Fucking nerd. That being said, I've been looking into getting the Gears books. Oh, dude, I'll let you borrow them. Fair enough. I have them all. I know you do. I want to read them and figure out more about the game and shit. Um, but you so, have to read them, and I'll, I'll, I will lend them to you in the order you have to read them. Fair as enough. I push my, as I push my glasses up. <laughs> uh, we'll go to my number five. It's Cloud Strife. Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, okay. It was one. Uh, Final Fantasy VII was, I think, the first real RPG I ever played. Um, I I have it here somewhere. 
it's back behind my monitor for some reason. I don't know why it's over there. Um, I think I was making a joke about the fact that they remade it. I was like, I don't need a remake. I got it. But it yes, wasn't. yes, you did do that. Yeah. And it, w- it was just as funny as when I just did it now. Um, but yeah, that game, I've to this day never beat it because I lost it because I had loaned it to somebody in high school and I thought they never gave it back to me. And I had lost it for years. And I found it in a random box in a typical AJ fashion. Um, and it was that, but this one was actually in the right case. Um, also, well, typical. yeah, typically half the problem is you can't find them because you don't put them in the right case. Yeah, it's very, it's a, it's a habit I'm trying to grow out of. I used to fucking, I used to fucking hate that so much. I know, because I do it right in front of you. Well, but, it, well, the thing is, is like, hey, man, uh, you want to play Soul Calibur? Yeah. What case is it in? Uh, <laughs> check, uh, check the Dragon Ball case. Nope. Uh, so then we have to spend fucking five minutes opening all the video game cases to figure out where it was in, and then it it was in like the fucking Red Dead Revolver case for no reason. That was such a good game too. That was a good game. But yeah, that is one of the. I'm actually gonna try to find a way to fucking play it again. Maybe find my old PS One, but it's Cloud was a character I I really fell in love with early on because it was like the first RPG I really played. Um, my number four is my Soul Calibur character. Siegfried. Knew it! Yeah, of course you knew it! Well, I don't know. Sometimes sometimes you waver and you think like Nightmare's your favorite. Nah, or... it's, usually, it's usually Siegfried or Mitsurugi. Yeah, like... You Those just, are my go-tos. You, you waver, but yeah. But yeah, it was Siegfried. I just... Once I learned how to really do his his move sets where he changes stances and shit, my Siegfried game took a, a a whole fucking step up, and then it got down because I kept just trying to dance across the fucking field the entire time. See, that's why that's why I love when you discover things in fighters because then you turn into my favorite version of you which is which is one move AJ is play for a move AJ yeah, you just play in for a move like and the, I can just fucking I can just fucking whittle you down yeah when I when I first learned how to throw the sunglasses with K dash yeah and, oh yeah in King it's not so bad in Soul Calibur it's horrible in King of Fighters oh dude it is god you are the worst about it in King of Fighters because it's like I'm like fuck I'm desperate let's just keep trying to do this fucking same yeah. the entire time it's so bad it's, it's so bad. Yo, number four. My number four is if the Mass Effect uh, universe were real, I would not be a human. I would be a Krogan. You would be a Krogan. And I would be Rex Erdnot. Rex of the Erdnot clan. Uh, it was either Rex or Grunt. Like it was gonna Same be a Krogan character, pretty much. It was gonna be a Krogan, but it, it you gotta go with the OG. So I mean, Grunt um, is so strong and so swole. Yes, Grunt but, is so strong and so swole. Don't ever forget that. Yeah, but it is. I Rex I can is, still see I can still see George in my head at fucking the fucking in the middle cookie, of the mall at, at like the cookie store. Yeah, <laughs> Grunt's so strong. Grunt's, Grunt's so, so swole. swole. But uh, yeah, no, I I mean, 
we've professed our love for the Mass Effect games yep. and on multiple episodes, so I don't need to revisit that. But Rex was the first was the first character outside of the, your actual main character that I really connected to. So yeah. Rex is my number four. And my number three is Ezio Auditore di Firenze. I knew I knew he was gonna be in your list. Well, he has to be. Yeah. I mean, really, I could have put a lot of the protagonists in Assassin's Creed here, but I think because Ezio was in so many of the games, you really he in, like he was in two Brotherhood Revelations. Like you, you got that you got that close relationship with Ezio. Yeah. And he had such good friends like Michelangelo, who was always stoked to see him. Hmm. It was Leonardo da Vinci. Oh, Leonardo! What would? Who is actually a Italian guy in my honorables? I have Luigi from Assassin's Creed is in my honorables. Yeah, I don't know why I always think it's so good to see you. I don't know why I always think it's Michelangelo. (laughs) Maybe because I'm thinking of the Ninja Turtles. I mean, fair enough. I don't know, but and plus, you know, I I've also professed my love for the Assassin's Creed games many times. I will play them until the end of time. You will. but yeah, no, Ezio was Ezio is my first one. Uh, I almost put in Connor? either one. Uh huh. Was it Connor? No, Connor was. A, I I liked I liked Assassin's Creed Three, but Connor wasn't wouldn't have fit there. The pirate um, one. Is that was yeah. the other one? Well, that one, and then uh, either one of the twins from Assassin's Creed Syndicate. I think that one was really underrated. Um, I thought it was cool taking over Victorian era era London, and you had your own train. You had your own train. Yeah, you had your own train. That's dope. You know, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm in on that. But yeah, no, my number three is Ezio. My number three is your number four. I went with Rex. See, I thought you were I, Garrus. I was going to. Trust me. I stared at Rex slash Garrus for like four fucking days. And like part of me wants to just say it's Rex and Garrus, but we can only choose one. Much and, like Highlander, there can only be yeah, one. Yeah, and I, as much as I fell in love with Garrus and the way his character was portrayed in the game, I think... Like Rex's don't give a fuck about anything attitude is really what won me over to make him in my list. Mm-hmm. Now, my number two is my Overwatch character. You had Diva very far down, but there's no way this person was going to be anywhere near the bottom of my list. What? Nothing. My number two is Reinhardt. Yeah. AKA Overwatch Siegfried. Pretty much, but I don't know. I just I I joke about it, but I really do like I like identify with the character that is Reinhardt. And Reinhardt is my love. And the way his characters like uh views and standpoints and shit. And it's just I fucking love Reinhardt. My number two is Marcus Phoenix. 
from from the Gears of War series. I expected you to go tie. No. But there's so no, much more Ty's, of an emotional connection. Ty's an, yeah, Ty's an honorable Thanks. mention. I mean, as a one-off character, I like Ty. But no, Marcus Marcus is number one, especially in the last two games where Shut he has become up, the crusty old man. Yeah, he has. And he's, not the, he, and he's not the focal point of the story. Yeah. He, he's just, you know, he's the wise old man in the back. Uh, I really like that. Um. But yeah, overall, like I just his story, and then plus, like we were talking about earlier about the books, like especially the early books when you, like the Omnibus and Anvil Gate and some of the other ones, like where you really read about his story and how he ended up in prison at the beginning of Gears One. Yeah, and just like the whole story, um, I'm all in on the Marcus Phoenix train, and I don't blame you. I, I was, you know. On that, you know, on the fence with him, him, Colin, and Baird, but I ultimately went with Baird. As much as I, you know, I was thinking, eh, what about Dom? Nah. Although the way he went out. Uh, he went out like a man. Yeah, he went out like a fucking champion. And he's still a wife killer. <laughs> so, anywho, and my number one is the king of stealth himself. I was going to say, you haven't mentioned him yet. Sam Fisher from the from one of the greatest gaming franchises ever, Splinter Cell. Yeah, that those games are so good. They're so they're so good and like they're like they're so replayable because you can even even in the early ones where it's a little bit more guided than the later than the later ones that gave you a really free option to either yeah. go super stealth or you could go AJ. Um, that's yeah <laughs> but uh like even in the early ones like you had so many different ways that you could attack a mission as far as different stealth options whether you wanted to try and be super sneaky or kind of sneaky like it just the the games itself the games themselves were really good and sam fisher's the fucking man yeah he is the yeah those games are so good so good. And my number one, to absolutely nobody's surprise, is Sonic the Hedgehog. The game, yep. the Sonic games were the games that got me into gaming as a kid. Uh, the Sega Genesis was the first system I ever owned. Sonic 2 was the first game I ever had. It's... I, I I don't know how much more I can profess my love for Sonic as I have on the show. I don't know if I can talk about it anymore. But I love Sonic, and Sonic is my favorite game character. Who uh, who were some of your honorable mentions? Um, Travis Touchdown from No More Heroes. Leonardo da Vinci from Assassin's Creed. Lara Croft was in there. Link from Zelda was in there. Uh, Duke Nukem. Uh, I remember playing that game on the Nintendo 64 and fucking loved it. All just the stupid shit he would say. Um, and then the other one I had was Deckard Kane from Diablo. I love that crazy old fucker. No, I get it. Uh, why is the name blanking on me now? Isaac from Dead Space didn't make it. 
didn't even think about him, honestly. I'd put him in there if I would have thought about it. Yeah, I was going to say, for how, I much blanked, a, for how much of a raging boner you have for the Dead Space series. Yeah, is is like, dude, I blanked on so much shit trying to do this list. But there's probably shit that I can't think of now that would have made it in here. Uh, I had Link was an honorable mention. Rich Uncle Waluigi. Uh, yeah. Solid Steak. I knew he'd Don- be- Donkey Kong. Uh, Sagat from Street Fighter. M. Bison from Street Fighter. Uh, Raiden from Mortal Kombat. Yep. Uh, Conquer from Conquer's Bad Fur Day. I didn't even think about that game. That game yeah. was wild. That game was so fun. <laughs> that and then I put in parentheses the mighty Pooh, who is a boss in yep. Conquer's Bad Fur Day. <laughs> and then I jotted it down because I didn't think about the game until you mentioned it. Uh, but Broly from Budokai Three. Yep. Because Broly's the man, and he takes up half the screen with when he's legendary Super Saiyan. Half is generous. He takes yeah. up a third or more than a third or half of that shit. Numbers are hard. I'm doing that Scott Steiner math over here. <laughs> yeah, that that's that's the twelve pack challenge this week, folks. Yeah. Oh. Ah, ah, ah. You all right? Yeah, I have some empty diet soda bottles. Did you think? Falling. <laughs> oh, but, fuck party twenty twenty. Fuck party twenty twenty. Uh, coming, uh, coming to a home near you. So, uh, get ready. Yeah, I see. I feel like it's oxymoronic. For me to, for us to make a shirt, considering I just tell people to take their shirts off. (laughs) But, but if you're in a situation that you have to wear a shirt, fuck fuck party 2020, fuck party 2020 shirts. Uh, what else? Oh, uh, how do you feel about the, uh, uh, the old, uh, uh, did you read about the, uh, fucking, and NBA coming back at the end of July? No. Yeah. Apparently they're trying to make it so that way they can base themselves again in Florida. <laughs> um but where they where they'll play all the games in one spot and basically teams will fly in. Hmm. And they'll stay in the same hotels and all this and all this other shit. But what I what I did read, I mean, I don't basketball is is really nothing to me. I don't. I could play the sport here and there, but I can't watch it. It's just. Well, I'm just um, saying because it's like it's sports coming back. That's yeah, and I mean, I have something else to kind of go along with that, but yeah, that I heard also they're trying to make the NBA an entirely player owned league. I haven't read too much into it. I just saw a thing on it scrolling through the Twitter space the other day. But I I remember something about them. I don't know if they're trying to make the teams themselves player-owned or if they're trying to make the whole league player-owned. Are you looking it up right now? Yeah. Well, they already have – the thing that I read about it was that they were talking about the player owner split. 
the player owner revenue share. Okay. Fuck. I had it. Hang on. Like something in like the players union? Well, they already have a revenue split. Yeah. Instead of the NFL is the same thing. Yeah. But I was the thing that I read was that um they were looking the they were trying to leverage the players were trying to leverage for more from the owners. Okay. But Yeah, a bunch of crotchety old rich men. They don't want to come off that money. No, I don't blame them. Yeah, the, I don't um, want to either. Is I and, you know, speaking of sports coming back, the the um, the MLB did a thing, and as of right now, I think it's still tentative. I don't know if it's still a hundred percent, but they were talking about a sixty-game season, which is like I think. I've, I have always thought that the baseball season is just too long. Is I think it's like 182 games. It's it's just too it's yeah. too like it's too long. Like why do you need a season that long? Yeah. Why like do you I, need to play that many games? Like hockey's 82. Yeah, but I, even that I think is a little long. Yeah, that's a bit much. Like I just I don't see like that's on the top end. Like I just don't see why you need to play so many games. Yeah, I don't either. I get it that there are a lot of teams, but do you need to play each team like fucking seventy-two times? Well, yeah, and that's the thing is like in baseball, every game or every game, quote unquote, is like a five-game series, like a three or five-game series. Yeah, it just it doesn't and like and like the thing that blows my mind is like your so your middle of the week games, unless they're put in a prime time spot, like those games that that are played in the middle of the day to like seven people. Yeah. Do you need those? No. No. You're because you're not really making you're not making any money off of them. No, you're not getting that fucking ad rev. Like, what's the point? So, so I, I, I think I've always just, I've always thought like, and I can't watch baseball, and this is coming from someone who can actively watch golf. Like, yeah. I can't watch baseball; it's just boring to me. Well, coming from somebody who played baseball his entire life. I can't watch baseball, but like, I can just, sit and watch golf. Yeah, there's just it's just too there's too much in between. Like I can go to a baseball game. Oh yeah, and be if I'm totally there, yep, be totally totally in. Yeah, but I can't watch it on TV. No, for some reason I can't. I can't like, do it. That's how I feel about basketball. Even though there's more going on. See, like I can't watch professional basketball. I think basketball is just ruined for now Ooh. until they get rid of the one and done. In college, which is completely ruined college basketball, like until they get rid of one and done in college, basketball is not going to be appealing to me because college basketball is what what I was always drawn to more, and especially and the, like March Madness and the tournament yeah, and the era of great college basketball rivalries. Aside from like where you go back in time, like Duke and Kentucky, classic rivalry, and all these other ones that are just built over time, like. Those don't exist anymore because these these guys they assemble this roster of players and four and four of your five starters are gone after a year. Yeah, you get I and I don't blame those guys for going to the league to try and make as much money as you can. Yeah, get your I'll bag. Never, get the I'll bag. never blame the player for that, but I feel like in order to make the game healthier, especially at the collegiate level, 
you need you need to keep players playing for more than a year. You got to do kind of similar what the like the NFL does. I think they can. I think in the in football, it's your junior year. You can. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think unless you're a redshirt freshman, I think then yeah. the rules are different. But it's your junior year, then you can you know go to the draft. Mm-hmm. And I think too that if you keep them at the collegiate level longer, not only do you make the collegiate game healthier, but then, you know, the, the pro game's always going to be – people are always going to watch professional basketball. Uh-huh. But I think you're going to have a better professional basketball product instead of this era of flopping and no defense. Yep. Because, like, I – when I was younger, I could – I watched professional – I watched both – I watched, I could watch basketball all day and be totally enthralled. And – I mean, granted, you know, different, different era, blah, blah, blah. But to me, like, the, the, the pro game especially was so much more aggressive and so much more defensive-based, whereas now it's – since they can't touch anybody, it's just, it's, it's just like pro football now that you can't touch anybody as far as a receiver or a quarterback. Yeah. Like, in the, in the pro game of basketball, you can't touch anybody. Or, you know, if you go up for a block, it's instantly a defensive foul. So, yeah, like, and just – it you're, seems you're like cre- you're just creating an offensive game, which sure is exciting. But like I like a hundred, like when when every game is 120 to 114. Yeah, there's like, no fuck what's you. The point? Well, it's like fuck traveling you. doesn't exist because you got a guy from the foul line takes eight steps and like fucking does a layup. Yeah, it's just I like basket like basketball has just been ruined for me. Ruined. Ruined. It's been ruined. <laughs> Stupid but, sports. I like sports, but like I just, I, I just think that, especially in basketball. I, I mean, I think, I think football's got probably the best, from college to pro, the probably yeah. the best system. Yeah, they're and they're talking about going to a seventeen-week league. And I know they're changing the way. See, I'm. I, I don't need more games. No, give me, give me the sixteen. Yes, and just because they're talking about changing the way the playoffs work to the point where there's like an extra team now on each end that gets in. So, like why? the wild card, the wild card why? game is a thing. Why? Money. I I I get I I get like I don't need more football yeah i have college football i have professional football i don't need more football it's perfect where it is it's just fine yep the fact that now the super bowl bleeds all the way into like the middle of february yep i think is too fucking long yep but like it's just i don't like i like i like my sports changing like i like my seasons changing yeah i'm with you i like i like my football in the fall i like basketball in the spring i don't watch baseball so fuck it i like my golf in the summer i like my hockey through the winter and i exactly i like my hockey that kind of like carries me from the end of football to the beginning to you know to like march madness yeah and and through there but yeah it's just i don't need all these i don't need more sports nope Sports and then, are good and then, the way they are. and then I can watch people punch each other in the face all year round. Yeah. Fuck it. It's perfect. It is. 
But now yeah. the fall is going to be fucking log jammed because like the PGA moved all all the all the majors are moved back because of the cooties. Yep. And you know football football will be coming back. Baseball will still be going on. Maybe. If if the season happens, if the season happens, yeah, it's, sports are going to be a shit show this year because of the goddamn cooties. Because mm-hmm. nobody went circle, circle, which, which dot, le- dot. Which let me say that like watching golf with no crowds, super weird. <laughs> Is it really? I haven't watched it's, any of the coverage. It's strange. Like it's just. Well, you don't have that guy uh, on the fucking seven hundred yard par five screaming from the tee. Get in the hole. Yeah, well, it's, just, it's just weird because, like, there's no applauding, there's no crowds, and and it's just... The get-in-the-hole guy's fucking whole entire fucking game plan is just ruined this year. Yeah. That yeah, poor guy's just sitting at home like, what do I do? Who do I scream at? Yeah, it's strange, <laughs> but it was nice to see. It was nice to actually watch a live sport, yeah. like, actually happening and yeah, not that- a fucking, not a rerun or an old tournament that I've already watched <laughs> seven times. Yeah. Or it wasn't just, you know, as much as I love, you know, fights and shit, it was something other than just people punching each other. Yeah. It was something other than fucking Dana White's Fight Island. <laughs> so. I'm still mad he never got that island. No, it, they ha- it's in Abu Dhabi. Oh, he actually did do it? Yeah, that's, that's where they're fighting UFC. That's where UFC 251 is. Oh, see, I didn't know that. I haven't yeah. paid attention to it. Yeah. And that card that card's gonna be bonkers. What's, Kamaru what's... Usman versus Gilbert Burns, who uh uh fucking starched uh God damn it. I'll think about it. He just fought. Fuck. Whatever, I'll get there. Uh Max Holloway's coming Max Holloway's back. There's like three titles on this card. Damn. Yeah, Max Holloway's fighting Alexander Volkanovsky. Uh, Jose uh, Jose Aldo's coming back, although nice. I don't really give a shit about that. Uh, Thug Rose. I'm in. Thug Rose and Jessica Andrade. That'll be interesting. That'll be a good fight. Paige Van Zandt. I mean, not that she's that great, but she draws numbers. It's because she's cute. Yeah, I'm not going to deny that. Me neither. But... Yeah, and then and then in August, uh, Stipe and DC fight for the trilogy. Ooh, I'm in on that. And then in October we got Deontay Wilder and uh, Tyson Fury again. And say I supposedly speaking of that, supposedly according to Tyson Fury, somebody's gotten a deal done between him and AJ. I bet you it hinges on what happens with Wilder. I bet you it hinges on this Wilder fight. I bet you if he wins, if he if he beats Wilder, especially if he beats him as decisively as he did in the last fight, there's no way on earth that either one of them fight anybody else aside from each other next. Yeah. If if AJ takes a, if if he takes another fight aside from fighting. Tyson Fury, if Tyson Fury may even if he doesn't make it past Wilder, if if Anthony Joshua doesn't fight either one of them, if he doesn't fight the winner of this one, then he's definitely ducking them. You can't tell me 
you can't, you can't tell me that there's anyone more worthy to fight. There's anyone more worthy to fight him than those two guys. Yeah, I would agree with you. You can't I, tell me it, goddammit. I mean, I could. You could tell me to fuck off. Because it's wrong. Is that, doesn't AJ have another fight coming, too? Yeah, he is. Because they were trying to put together Joshua and Tyson Fury, but then... Um, but then... Uh, Deontay Wilder enacted his rematch clause. See, I don't see Ruiz coming back after AJ, do you? No, I mean, I A, I don't think that fight gets made, especially with how embarrassing uh, he looked when Anthony Joshua beat him uh, because, you know, he, he partied and got fat and – and Anthony Joshua just made him look fucking dumb. Made him look super dumb. But yeah, they're looking they're looking at Joshua and Fury are looking at a date in so uh, like a year from now. Yeah, it'd be like 20 I know it was like 2021. Yeah, cuz cuz Joshua's got to fight Dylan White first. Cuz he's got that's a mandatory that's a mandatory title defense. So he has to fight Dylan White, and then after that, it has to be whoever wins the third. It's got to be whoever wins Fury Wilder. To yeah, there's no way. AJ. There's there's too much going on there. Like it has yeah, to be because yeah, because all the all the belts now. The interesting thing would be because Dylan. I a lot of people are sleeping on Dylan White because he hasn't really he hasn't really fought a big like Josh was really his first big name. He's he's but. That motherfucker has steamrolled people, and it'd be really interesting. It'd be really fucking interesting if he pulls off an Andy Ruiz job and and wins that fight. Damn. Do you think because then, then you th- then you're throwing a monkey wrench into everything? Yeah, because then does he fight Tyson or Wilder? I would imagine he would have to. Fair enough. We'll see how things play out this year then. That's an yeah, interesting no. situation. It's uh it's interesting and then you're talking about uh you're talking about Canelo and Triple G fighting again in the fall. Uh I so love Triple G. Yeah, but Triple G's war I mean, I'm worried that that this the whole process is taking too long. Because Triple G wasn't a spring chicken going into this, and I think right now he's, what, 37, 36? Yeah. Time is not uh, on his side. And his, last, and his last couple fights, he won, but he really should have starched. He should have done better than, than he did. Um, but we'll see. I, I really think that – I think Triple G won both, both, of the, both of the Canelo fights. I think he got robbed on decisions both times. But – but those fights were close enough to where it could have gone either way. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that. You know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bitch about it too much. I just. I believe the Triple G won both those fights. Yeah. Say. I. I'm not. I just love Triple G, so I'm gonna take his side anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I have no basis to stand on. No. Nope. Triple G won. Can confirm. So. 
Get a little that's sleepy, gonna, buddy. That's going to fucking bother me. Hang on. You're, who, you're thinking about that fight, aren't you? Yeah. Who did he just beat? Son of a bitch. There we go. Tyron Woodley. That's who he just beat. Thank you. And Tyron Woodley was who Kamaru Usman beat for the welterweight title. Thank you. Okay, I feel better. I feel better. Are you, you a little sleepy there, champ? Yeah. Going, dropping down from 10 to 8 right after vacation. Gonna fuck my sleep schedule up. Oh. Fuck off. Oh. Oh. Also, before... Before uh, AJ signs us off, nerds, I just want to say happy Dad's Day to all the dads that listen to this show. Specifically our fathers. Yeah, our fathers. Kyle's a dad. Aaron's a dad. Other dads probably Other listen to the show. <laughs> and if you're not a dad and you talk to your dad, wish your dad happy Father's Day. Yeah. Say... I'm glad you brunched it because I was going to mention it too, but you beat me to the punch. Yeah, yeah. Call, so. call your father up and go, hey, thanks for pork and mom. <laughs> thanks for giving mom a fat load. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for laying that pipe, dad. You know what? Good on you, dad. You got yeah. laid. Yeah. And here I am. Yeah. Fucking high five, bro nucks, whatever it is you do. <laughs> But thank your father for porking your mother. I know I'll I'm gonna thank my 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 father for porking my mom. There you go. And say <sighs> say it exactly like I just said it. Don't say, hey dad, thanks for being my dad. Thanks for contributing to my birth. I want you to I want you to look your father in his eyes. The windows of his soul. Stick out your hand for a firm handshake and go, Dad. Thanks for porking mom. Thanks for laying the pipe into yeah. my mom. Yeah. This is impossible without you porking mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. But as we close out the show, we appreciate each and every one of you that listen. Um, specifically the people that are not in the United States. There are people, we have 3% of our listeners are in Ireland. And we have less than 1% in Germany. Which is really weird. Yeah. You can just start calling our show Pitbull. So we're Mr. Worldwide. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh. So thank you to everybody that keeps listening to our silly shenanigans as we just talk about everything and nothing all at once while we're drinking beers. We appreciate you guys. Um, spread the word about fuck party 2020. Fuck party 2020. Cause, cause we're coming in hot. Fuck party 2020 cannonball in the deep end nerds. <laughs> so we will talk to you all fine folks in the future. Fuck party 2020. Goodbye.
fuck party 2020. I'm missing all some senses, but 3V gonna always touch track. Survive the second year of being an artist in the rough patch. A rapper, singer, DJ, violinist, now who does that? Somebody on the loose, I'm free as hell, now where them cuffs at? 2am, 3am, 4am, I might be resting up. But raging with the audience so loud, you cannot measure us. The DB's a personality, cause we got too much. They got it from the artist, cause my nigga looking crew cut. A V inside a V got every inch that you possess. And more so, cause I'm out here fucking talking through my chest. Next time you got complaints, fucking shove them in your face. Or bring your face. To face to me, I'll destroy you without a bitch. Let's jump to my perspective. You either dead or get the message. This isn't only a suggestion. They say this life's somehow a blessing. I'm out of pocket and I'm dark, so I question how long I got, how long I got until I'm less than. How long I got, how long I got until I'm less than. How long I got, how long I got until I'm.